As the year 2020 continues, we have seen fluctuations in the COVID-19 pandemic. The virus SARS-CoV-2 has infected many people. It is rumored the virus was given to humans through bats. Bats and birds are believed to be natural hosts of the virus. The most recent ancestor of the virus existed 10,000 years ago. The first person to be reported to have the disease was in Wuhan, China. It was reported in 2019. The virus has spread all over the world since. It made its way to the United States in January 2020. The CDC reports that there have been 9,581,770 people that have been reported to have the coronavirus in the United States alone, with 234,264 deaths that have been caused by the virus since the beginning. The virus is a respiratory virus that is spread from person to person but can survive on surfaces for a short amount of time. Although there are many forms of the coronavirus, this one has not been seen in humans before and is considered more gruesome. Jay Whirlton is one of many that has contracted COVID-19. He learned he was first exposed to the virus during his sister's wedding. So at the wedding, it was my my new brother-in-law. His brother had come from Maryland. The wedding was in Idaho. He'd come from Maryland. And little did we know, we found out later that he had been frequenting a bar in Maryland a couple days before he flew out to Idaho for the wedding. So we found out from him later, hey, I tested positive for COVID and I went to this wedding, so you all need to go get tested. Jay was not the only person in his family to have contracted the virus from the wedding. Many of his family and friends also contracted it and had a variety of symptoms. Well, no one wound up going to the hospital of, you know, my family and the of my family, there were about 15 of us in total between family and friends that came. Um, 15 people probably that were exposed and, well, actually that's combined both families. Of the six of us, my brother-in-law had pretty severe symptoms. Like he had times where he struggled breathing. He had chest pains for a little bit. He had, um, yeah, he was just knocked out for about a week, I'd say. According to the CDC, symptoms from the virus will appear 2 to 14 days after exposure and may experience symptoms including fever and chills, cough, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, fatigue, muscles or body aches, headache, loss of taste or smell, sore throat, congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, or diarrhea. The most extreme symptoms are trouble breathing, persistent pain in the chest, confusion, inability to wake or stay awake, and having bluish lips or face. These symptoms require medical care and a doctor should be contacted immediately. Jay shares what symptoms he personally experienced. He says his were minor. I would say my symptoms kind of ranged on a couple of different things. First off, I was really tired. Second, it was, I don't know, a really bad migraine, like worse than I usually get. And... It just hurt, and, you know, you take a couple Excedrin, usually that knocks it out, but in this, nothing. So really tired. I felt feverish at points, but it was never like a consistent fever. And so those were the really three biggest, and then I had some congestion about, I don't know, probably a couple days into it, where I was congested, but it didn't, but there was nothing up there, like there was no collection of mucus or whatever up there. 
If anyone is experiencing symptoms or believe they are exposed, they should go get tested for the virus. However, when families go in for testing, sometimes the parents are the ones tested showing that the entire family has been exposed. Jay's family was tested in that exact way. Well, that's actually an interesting point because I never technically tested positive. I found out I was exposed on, or I found out I was exposed on a Thursday, or I was exposed on a Thursday, Friday. I found out on a Monday, went to go get tested that Monday after um, the person who I was exposed to had already tested positive. My test came back negative. My two sisters and my brother-in-law got tested the next day and and theirs were all positive. So I don't know if mine was a false negative, whether it just wasn't enough in my system right now or right at the moment I got tested to come back positive. So I've had more questions about testing over the last several months, and that's deeply concerning for me because I don't know, you know, what it's going to say. And as we've kind of seen, you know, one positive test throws everything off. And so whether there should be, I really like the idea of a cheap daily testing kit, like you spit in a tube in a, or you spit in a tube and if it turns red, you need to stay home that day. If it doesn't, you're free to go. I mean, I really like that idea. In practice, I don't know how well it can work, obviously, how well you can distribute it and whatever, but in practice, that idea is probably my favorite, but I don't see us going to that idea anytime soon. The CDC recommends that when being tested to use the nasal swab test. It is simply a swab being rubbed up and down the sides of the inside of the nose. Once finished, it is taken away to be tested. The accuracy of the test relies on if it is done properly or what conditions they are shipped in. Timing of the test can also affect the results. If you get tested the day you were exposed, chances are it will come back as a false negative. If you've been exposed, you need to go out and get tested. One of the frustrating things um, to me has been some of the requirements you need to go get tested. I understand not overwhelming the healthcare, you know, overwhelming the healthcare system. And, you know, if you think you were, or, and if you think you were, but your doctor says you're not, we can protect that for the people who know who, who we know are probably positive. But at the same time, if you've been exposed, I think you should be able to go get tested and see what the result is. Although he did not have any major symptoms, Jay sees the virus to be serious. Having had it and having seen how, I mean, I mentioned this earlier, but of the 15 people that were infected at that wedding, no one went to the hospital. Statistically speaking, that's a very good outcome. With 15 people getting infected, no one even going to the hospital. Because usually with 15 people getting infected, one has a pretty bad outcome. So, yeah, it's serious. Um, I think about if this had happened a year earlier, my grandma was, my grandma wasn't doing so well medically and you know, something like this happens and it could be a bad situation. And for a lot of people, it's already been a bad situation. So absolutely, we need to take this seriously. I would say that, and I want to be nice here, obviously. 
But to the people who don't view it as a big deal, I want to tell them this is real. I've had it. I mean, I'm willing to talk about it because I've had it and I saw how it affected me and my family. Obviously, we never had a bad outcome, but that's not a guarantee. And yeah, we need to treat this real. We need to all do our part to get this get this past us because otherwise it's going to be an endless cycle until we have a vaccine, until there's herd immunity in our communities and our population. I mean, you look at strings of viruses and herd immunity, it could be, I mean, it could be a long road and we need to be serious now about it. I understand your concerns about being limited in what you can do right now. I get it. I don't like being told what I want to do either. But at the same time, we can all enjoy the stuff we enjoy more if we take these steps now and just be safe and smart about handling this virus. Currently, there is no vaccine for the virus, causing many to take different actions to help avoid it. Many states and countries closed down or created mandates to help decrease the spread of the virus. The closures that had taken place had caused issues for businesses and many job losses, causing many places to reopen and allow the virus to spread once again. Jay believes that some areas will need to do more to stop the spread until a vaccine is created. Well, I've always said we need to do more, or at least we need to be more consistent in what we are doing. I understand every city, every county in the country is different. Um, but at the same time, I think it falls on everyone to manage this the best they can. And I mean, I think about what I'm doing up here at college. There are great steps being taken. I applaud them for taking the steps they're making. But I see some decisions and I'm like, hmm, why did that city council not pass the mask mandate? Or why did that... Um, or other things like that that make me wonder, you know, these are common sense things, and so why aren't we doing them? Um, we need to keep working on that. We can only go as quick as the science will let us to where it's effective and everything, and just do the best we can with what we know until we know more or until we have a vaccine. For Jay and his family, they try to help stop the spread, but as they encountered the virus, they did their best to help one another. My mom was really kind of, she never really had a significant symptoms. Like she was tired and she lost her sense of taste and smell. But she really tried to get us out in the sun, get us, you know, kind of outside and enjoying fresh air. She tried getting us um, to do something productive, like read a book or something, just to take our minds off of wallowing so much. When infected, most people do not overcome the virus for almost two to three weeks at a time. And for Jay, although sick, he found some positives in being sick and being quarantined at home with his family. You know, it was interesting when we were all sitting around for two weeks not going anywhere, I figured we'd get tired of one another pretty fast. And that's not the way it worked out because we were all on different sleeping and napping schedules. We were all sick in one way or another so we all didn't spend much time together but the time we did spend together and after was really fun and I really enjoyed that. Um, I'd say 
you know, our family's closer, having gotten through it. I think we understand more. You know, I think part of the experience of living in a COVID world is understanding what the limits can be. I mean, our family was pretty good about masks and social distancing and whatever until this wedding. Looking back on it in hindsight, well, we might not be able to do this the way we want to for the next little bit because of this situation we're in. Uh, but other than that, I would say, you know, we got closer as a family. We're able to really see how one or the other operates. And honestly, coming down to it, I think we were protected a little bit too. We were protected from, you know, we were protected from any serious symptoms, hospital stays, whatever. We were all sick for a couple weeks, but for the most part, we had it pretty good. And that's probably the biggest blessing of all. Jay advises anyone with the virus to try to be positive while quarantined. For the people who have it right now and are probably isolating at home or doing whatever, I would say look for that one thing to do in your 14 days or whatever it is that you can brag about and say, while I was home in this 14 days, here's something cool or here's something interesting that I did. I would say further, you know, sunlight, Anecdotally, at least in my case, sunlight helped. Vitamin D helped. I'm not too sure the science is 100% backing that up yet, but in my case, that helps. So get out maybe, well, obviously not get out, but open the windows, try and get as much sunlight as possible, and just enjoy, or just try and enjoy your, your time, even though it stinks, because when you get back into the real world, it's going to be you know, it's going to go fast right when you get back because you've been gone for so long or because you've been gone for a couple weeks. And so just enjoy the time you have to relax, work on a hobby, do something like that. Any person can get the virus, but the elderly and anyone with pre-existing medical conditions are at risk. To help avoid the spread of the virus, please wash your hands regularly, keep social distancing, and wear a mask. With Overcoming Life's Trials, I'm Ashley Manson.